Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. That was just like ingrained in me. I was like, yeah, that's like, that's well, like that's a thing. What like, it is. When, you're, da- when yeah. you're a servant of God, and you're doing his work. You don't go in the water because Satan has control over the water. Like, well, then, but it, I'm like, wait, Satan's not Poseidon. Right. <laughs> Is the Bill Squire Show? You all right, you good? Yeah, you hear me good. All right. all right, hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I'm Bill Squire, I'm here with AJ DeCosimo. Uh, what is so there's this news story about a version of Mrs. Doubtfire that's rated R. I heard about this, okay. I really want to see it, I really want to see it too. I want to see that more than I wanted to see the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut, of yeah, the Justice I'm, League. I'm, I'm right there with you. And I think it would be hilarious, and I think uh, they should absolutely... I mean, if you, you need a money grab, whatever studio that is... I wonder what studio it is. Uh, I, I don't know. It's probably Try- one that's like not around anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that that's... People would love that. They would flip out over I, that. I want to see that go as extreme as humanly possible, that movie. I, I would like to see it just be like a funny R-rated version. Okay. But then maybe an extreme one too. Well, I heard that there was like an NC double his, or NC yeah. seventeen version of Mrs. Where he Doubtfire. gets his dick cut off. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> did, did that was that like no, a I rumor? No, no, no. Oh, no, that no. would have been that would be amazing. Yeah. He's like, I'm committed to the bit. I'm you don't think I'm a serious actor? You want to divorce me? Well, I'll show you. That movie, I mean, as it's it is, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. As it is, that movie's really weird. It's so weird because of the speed with which the relationship with Pierce Brosnan moves forward. It's like her first date, and she takes her kids with him. Well, with it, them, that that, I, that is weird. Even weirder is what is how quickly Robin Williams is comfortable doing this shrade oh yeah like like the desperation of a dad right to see his kids every single day like which my- no dad is that desperate no there's no dad that loves their kids that much like that movie makes every dad look terrible. i remember a lot okay two things happened all right yeah. i watched that movie for the first time when i was a very young kid mm-hmm. and that was my introduction to divorce <laughs> and i i'm just like oh a divorce is a thing where and that that got me insecure because I'm an yeah. insecure person. And then I went up to my mom. I'm like, hey, mom, are you and dad ever going to get a divorce? And she's just like, that's never going to happen. And, and then like literally a year later, they got a divorce. Ah! And then I remember thinking, I was just like, oh, it's okay. My dad's just going to dress up like a woman and <laughs> yeah. trick my mom. He's going to go to – and even if he doesn't do that, he's got, you, you think he's going to go to great lengths to just really <laughs> – and I like that they didn't get back together at the end. I did too, but the other the, the weirdest thing about that movie to me, okay, the absolute weirdest thing, is how okay everyone was with the fact that Rob Williams just totally violated what well, he made them fall in love with someone that didn't even exist, right? Um, and how like there was really no legal ramifications. Well, I mean, I think there was a courtroom scene, and then but the the mom decided not to press charges. Right, but I mean, so she, you get that? No, I get that, but she was like paying him. But I, I feel like not only is there like a civil aspect to it, but there's also like kind of a criminal aspect. But of this he was too. doing such a good job. Well, I mean, it so, just, it so just like speaks he, to his strengths he, as a character actor. But but he was doing all the work too, so he was doing a good job as the nanny. 
So all the nanny stuff that he was getting paid for, he was fulfilling those obligations. She couldn't go to the Better Business Bureau and be like, he was a shitty nanny because he was a great nanny. He was a great nanny, but this this is where I'm like sort of like this is why it's really weird because you always hear these stories about like a sadistic little person tricking a family into adopting them and pretending like they're a kid. Yes, I've heard those. This stories. is like the same thing. This is this yeah. is exactly the this same a, thing. A, a desperate man trying to keep just be able to spend time with his family. Right. And uh it's one of those things where you the everything's so over the top in the movie that you just go with it because they just I think they do a good job of setting up this universe. And I think that's a good they thing. They do a really good job do. at having you suspend your dis- yes, disbelief. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. with the big birthday party they throws at the beginning where there's doggies and just – like it's just madness right from the start. So when you're expected to believe he's an old British woman, you're like, I believe it. And also the makeup is great and he, he really does nail that character. So like it was – Really good. His brother and his brother's husband. Oh, they're movie. the best. They're, they're the funniest. Pe- <laughs> Every scene with them is like the funniest scene. In yeah, the movie. yeah. And that's where I bet there's a lot of good stuff in the R-rated version. Now, the reason I brought it up though is I want to know what's another movie that would be great. You know, like a family movie. Move it into that R-rated level, and like, would it be great? Flubber. Flubber. No, I don't Flubber. <laughs> Always Robin Williams, huh? Yeah, no. Um, another great movie that if you moved it into the rated R realm, Liar Liar. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like many Jim... But so, there's something about Jim Carrey having boundaries that makes him funnier. Because I feel like when he doesn't... When he can do whatever he wants or say whatever he wants, it's not as... Uh, it's not... Is ridiculous because he he's able to he, he has constraints he's got constraints and like those constraints force him to uh, perform in a different way than if he could just say fuck you know right because like I I mean years later the only R rated movie I can remember Jim Carrey being in is that me myself and Irene and years later I don't think that that's as funny yeah it's not that great it's not that great it was just it was shocking to see him go that far yeah so that's kind of thing. Uh, that's a great answer. Though. I think Liar Liar. That's one where there's enough scenes in that movie that you could you could put in some situations where the R-rated aspect would really play into it really well. Well, there's like a lot of movies that were originally like completely changed in the editing room, like Annie Hall. Oh yeah, like the the Woody Allen. There was a murder plot. Oh really? Involved in there? Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know. I didn't was know it about people that. trying to murder his career just because he was a little bit uh, loving as a dad. <laughs> he would see see the Woody. I know Allen he's a monster. Docu- yeah, I know he's a complete awful human being. But the Woody Allen documentary is the R rated. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, no. that's I, I, that might even be approaching NC seventeen because of that. Yeah incestual uh which i didn't see the woody allen documentary and i don't want to i don't either i don't want to i i'm i'm detaching myself from like the heavy stuff right now the one thing that i keep pushing people to to watch though and it's not like a heavy thing it's just an interesting thing it's called uh in and of itself by derek delgadio what's this about and it's it's a one-man show and that's all i'm gonna tell you about it it's on hulu you told me about this yeah it's on hulu and it's very good and I and don't watch a trailer. Go in cold and just watch it and just experience it. Be, and put your phone down. Like really pay attention to it because it's a very interest. It's an interesting show. Okay. And you said that it's just a one man show. Like yeah, a, it's a one man show. Yeah. Okay. He's a storyteller. Is, is what I always like. To. Where's the line between a stand up special and a one man show? Well, this is very much not a stand up special. Okay. Like this has elements that are funny, but it's definitely not like. I mean, he's he's telling specific stories and giving like it's bordered, and I don't want to say too much about it. So like it, okay. it borders on like a TED talk even at times, but there's there's so many different facets to it. So I've been saying he's a storyteller just to get people enough information so they'll sit down and watch it, and then once you watch it, then you'll really understand what's happening. See, because to me, like I'll I remember those. Uh, do you remember those evening with Kevin Smith yeah. specials? Like that's stand up. That's stand up. Yeah, that's stand up. He's doing to crowd me. work. He's doing he's doing storytelling. That's stand up, and that's why he ended up just doing a stand up special because like I have all these stories. I have the chops now. 
Yeah. Uh, those were great. Yeah, those, yeah, those were good. Um, it's weird, I, I went though. to like, see him speak at uh, EJ Thomas Hall a like, dozen years ago, and they had the line for the microphone go out of the build, like out of the auditorium. So we stood in line waiting to talk. I missed the whole show. Whoa. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So like the whole show, we're in line to ask questions and you missed it. I missed everything that he said. That so sucks. I, it sucks so much. And then he found out about that and he was like, he's like, what why the fuck would they put him outside? Like, he's yeah. like a notoriously nice guy. Yeah. From what I understand. And that's yeah. like, I just really, I don't even, oh, I was going to tell him about how uh, dogma is, was my genesis for like religion for like figuring out that I, you know, I had all these ideas that didn't jive with the religion I was brought up in. And then dogma kind of put it into perspective, put it into perspective and gave me like taught me that it's okay to think different. And so uh, I wanted to ask him like, what, what did that for him? Right. Like what made him think that way? Yeah. Like when did he realize religion was a, a tool used to control people? Right. Um, are you are still a religious person? No, no, no. I've thought about. I mean, I think we talked about it. Oh, did we? I wanted to start my own cult. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We did. That I, was like I, the my, first episode I was on. Yeah, and trying to get people to uh, to just. I came up with my idea for an afterlife. Just a good Saturday every right. Saturday. It's just a Saturday. It's, just every a, day. it's a good Saturday every Saturday. Not the best yeah. Saturday. Not the worst. Like it's just a it's good just, Saturday with day. some things to do. You got some some things that make you feel productive. Yeah, some things that are going to be a little bit challenging. Uh, you get to have different activities throughout the day. You get to have a nice evening. I want to see an X-rated version of Dogma. <laughs> I want to see a PG version of Dogma. Oh, okay, it, there, it would be like twenty minutes <laughs> and nothing with Salma Hayek. Yeah, right. And that's that's a bummer. Yeah, she's so goddamn beautiful. I want to see uh, an R-rated version of the Lego movie. Oh, that would be that fun. That would be really good. You know what would be another good R-rated version if we're going into cartoons? I think... Uh, Space Jam? Uh, no, I think Space Jam is just kind of a shitty movie. Okay. I think overall... See, I, I love Space Jam. I mean, I I enjoy it for nostalgic reasons, but I think overall it's Yeah, I mean, I not like it great. for... I lo- oh, it's not yeah. good. I like it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. A great... To take a cartoon and make it rated R... I would say, I mean, you do it with the Disney ones where they're already trying to put this stuff in there, you know, like uh, Aladdin, where they go, take off your clothes or whatever it was. Yeah. So maybe a, a dirt, like a R-rated Aladdin with some violence, like some fucking I want to see like- Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Violence. Really violent yeah. Aladdin. That yeah, that would be, would be cool. fun. Another Robin Williams movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just going there. That's, that's uh, But... Let's What's see. the dirtiest role, like the like the most adult role Robin Williams has ever played in a comedy? In a comedy? Yeah, because I'm trying to, like, they're well, all he, PG-13. He did a movie called World's Greatest Dad. Yes, and he did that Death to Smoochie movie. Yeah, Death to Smoochie is a great That movie, movie yeah. is really funny. It's really funny. It's really dark. It and, is, and I like it a but, lot. But... Uh, World's Greatest Dad. I never actually watched it, but I know it was like a Bob Bobcat Goldthwait movie. It's really good. And it's like his son committed suit or his son died while he's jerking off so he they, he, they pretend like he committed he, suicide. he tells everyone that he committed suicide yeah. but like his son like i don't want to well yeah. it's not really a that's spoiler. kind of the, the, the plot yeah but in that movie his son's like a complete total piece of shit okay in that movie and yeah. he's just trying to 
Yeah, paint a better picture of him. Yeah, and he's the world's greatest dad yeah. for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's funny. That's a that's a good. Now take that one and make it a PG movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. that's a challenge. Yeah. Uh, so let me get my notes here. All right. Okay. So I I've noticed this thing, and and we talked about it a little bit on the Alan Cox show, but I have a problem. When people don't follow little rules, like I get very upset when people like if, if someone doesn't curve their dog, they don't pick up the dog's shit. I kind of lose my mind. Okay, like and I never see it. I always just see the results of it because it's something that people only do when they don't when no one's watching. It's like the the shopping cart test. If you return a shopping cart, like you're a good person because there's no rule that you have to do that. It's there's like a dude, whole thing about dude, it. This happened to me, <laughs> and I like it's so weird that you bring this up. Okay, it's not really like a rule, mm-hmm. right? But it's I, a courtesy. It is. I I was gonna do. I was heavily debating doing something really nice today. Mm-hmm. I was just driving up the street, and I see it, it's this kid. He's in high school, and he has a broken leg, and he has but he has like two crutches. And he's like walking home. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to give this kid a ride. But then as I'm driving around, I drive around the block to go pick him up. I'm like, that doesn't look like a kid. That looks like an adult. Yeah. And then I drive around the block again. I'm just like, it doesn't mean that he still doesn't deserve a ride. So I was going to like pick him it's up again. It's almost better if it is an adult than a kid. Than right. Like, because I'm hey, just like, hey, hey do you want to ride? Hey, injured child. I'm a stranger. Yeah, want to get right. in my car? Get in my car. But I... I I just kept like circling the guy, mm-hmm. going like, "Am I going to give him a ride or am I not going to give him a ride?" And then I finally decided to give him a ride, and then he just wasn't there anymore. <laughs> he just like, "I got to get out of here." This dude's <laughs> circling the block, looking at me. Right, and I'm just like, I see, that's like something like I should have done. I feel, but I didn't do. But that's, I mean, that's like a very nice thing. But that's not like a rule you have to do it. Oh, so like I'm thinking of things like. Like traffic laws, like I'm, I generally am pretty good about following traffic laws. So when I see someone driving, not like drunk or like texting, I mean someone that is thinks they're a good driver and they drive like an asshole, that makes me insane um, because they're like they're putting people at risk needlessly. Like if you're like you you, so the example this happened last week. Uh, I was at an intersection and there's like a middle lane, but it's not a turn lane. It's just like yellow lines. And they just did it. And they yeah. just passed through that to go around. Like, why to, do to, you think you get to do yes, that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then and then also, like, you don't know what everybody else is doing. So, like, they, they didn't run a red light. They they were just timed it so they didn't have to stop behind everybody else. And they could just kind of scoot around. So it was like a – like, they're just in a hurry or whatever. But there's like a dick move because they didn't know how fast I was going to pull out of that uh red light can i confess to something is that you <laughs> that's not me i do treat some red lights as optional <laughs> in what situation like and how do you just blow no through one them? there well if there's no i don't just blow through them i'll yeah. always stop but i treat some red lights like stop signs if i get there and there's no one there mm-hmm. and i see no cop i'm and going no through camera the yeah no camera i'm going through the red see light. that I, I have no problem with that because <laughs> that's not that's not putting anybody in danger for the most part. Well, I see that because, with cops a lot. Yeah. Where cops will just turn on their siren and just, then just get go through, through a light. A, a light. I'm just like, if they can do it, I can do it. I mean, that's not how it works, but right. I get it. I get that. Right. I get the mindset. Uh, but yeah, like picking up after your dog and uh, just, you know, and that's why like mask things are driving me crazy. So like somebody wearing a mask, but dick nose in it, just have their nose hang out. Makes me insane because I'm like, you're already there. Like, you're already you're participating. It. You're doing everything. But then you're just not understanding the reason for the mask. Like, and uh, Chad Daniels has a lot, uh, like, a whole thing about, like, how he has to constantly explain to people that your nose and your lungs are connected. Right. And I guess you didn't know that. Yeah. And so I, I, I get in that way. And so, like, I'll just do, like, the little, like, nose thing. But when I went to the cast game the other night, there's this kid just sitting there. And his nose is out. And and why that annoyed me so much is because there's some employee that had to go up to him like eight or ten times oh, yeah. and be like, dude, dude, put this over your nose. If, yeah, if you can't abide by that simple, you shouldn't be Right. Anywhere. I wish they would have just thrown him out. 
I wish they would have been like, you, you, you're, you know, t- 10 times we've asked you to do this. Just keep your nose in the mask. It's not that it's If your really mouth not is already bad. in the mask, yeah. your nose could be in the mask, too. Right. And he knows how to do it. And he knows he's being a dick. And it's just... How old was he, would you say? He's probably like... 21 or 22 well i don't know what's weird is i noticed at the beginning of this pandemic it was all the old people that were the problem yeah and now it's just kind of like it's the younger people now well i think the younger people have been there too but i think it's one of those things where it depends on the young people so like i I feel like there's a lot of people that are like militant and like and I, I also won't scream at anybody over these things. I'll just have quiet rage inside my own body and then bring it to the podcast That's or healthy. the radio show. Yeah. Right. I think so. Uh, I have a growth on the back of my neck. I don't know how I got there. I think it's, but every time I get Do angry about something, every time I get angry about something, it bubbles. And that's weird. Is that true? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm like, wait, bud. I'm like, you got to talk to someone about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm mostly healthy. I believe. I think uh, okay. mostly uh, my. I, Biggest problem is just my obesity. Oh, I've been running every night. That's great. How yeah. far can you run? Oh, well, when I first started, it was like that's really good though. Yeah, I, I can't because my knees like uh, fucking well running. I'll do a lot of walking. I was going I every night for like three weeks, like mm-hmm. six days a week, because the gym I go, I usually go at night because yeah. during the day I my work schedule, yada yeah. yada yada. So Saturdays I'm not able to catch it. Um. But every day for like three weeks, I was running, and then my knees really started bugging yeah. me. And then now it's just like every other day. Yeah. And it's getting easier. How, how far do you run? Um, I try to do a 5K every okay, time so I do. so about three miles. Yeah, about, about like three miles. Um, I can't run the entire time. Right. Um, I, there, when I was skinny Bill, I, I could do like a 20 – I could do it in like 25 minutes or so. I could a do 5K? Like, I could do a 5K in about that time like if I really pushed myself. But usually I try and just stay like on I, – I, there was a point when I could run the whole three miles and I could stay on at like a 10-minute mile or less. Oh, okay. I'm um, – But then the reason I stopped because my knees were just like enough of this. Cause in the, yeah. And that was when I was, you know, 100 pounds lighter and it was still like I, – I walked a lot in the Philippines and like I did construction work. So like my knees, they're not – I never had any serious injuries with them. I know they're not great. And then also carrying all the weight that I've carried for most of my life. I want to see you do a one-man show about your time in the Philippines. I've got actually a podcast in development about that. Oh, that's cool. Like it's a, it's a, like, like a podcast production company reached out to me. So oh. the, it was – they talked about doing a movie or a TV show, but uh, podcast is like their main thing. They're like I feel like this is the best platform for it. And I was like, that's fine. Uh, so it's, it's option – well, it hasn't been optioned yet, but it is like – I have an agreement with. Can a you say what company. podcast company it is? Uh, well, it's not a pod, It's a it's a pr- producer. Oh, okay. So his name's Brian. Okay, but he he's worked on like some really legit stuff. Cool, that's awesome. And we got uh, like uh, Alan Cummings is supposed to like be. Like, I the guy love that, that guy. Like he's supposed to be the one that like interviews me about it. That dude's awesome. I know. I am very excited I about it. I love that guy. Yeah. So tell him I said hi if you ever meet him. I, I will. I will. Um, yeah. He's. Tell me he owes me twenty bucks. And why is that? He'll know. <laughs> That's another thing. Like uh, he he was in that the dude's X-Men a legend. Movies. Yeah, he's he was in the X Men movies as like the second and third one as Nightcrawler. Really interesting dude. Like been he's in one a of the best actors stuff. on the planet, and nobody and nobody really knows no one it. Pays attention to it. Yeah, because yeah. because he's one of those people that just becomes the role. And then you recognize the face, but you don't actually understand. Like, yeah, he is that dude that you've seen in everything. He's seen in a bunch of yeah. things. Yeah, he's he's got that like Gary Oldman level of dedication to his stuff. Yeah. So he's very interested in in doing this, and they're trying to sell it to a like a podcast company, and they're taking meetings. And I don't know if anything's going to come from it, but uh, it's you know, until that's done, I'm not doing a one man show about it. But eventually, okay. if that doesn't come through i th- I think i will develop you, a one-man show that's awesome because it's it's interesting and it's like when we we did a lot of interviews about this like with the guys that are working on it and they were asking really tough questions and like we really had to drill down into some stuff that i went through and then like i reached out to some people that are new in the philippines and like i had misremembered myself to be a little bit more of a hero in certain situations when I was actually kind of the asshole. Oh, and that wow. was really eye, eye-opening. I was like, you know what? You're right. That was I was being a fucking dick that night. How many? How, how long did you spend in the Philippines? Two years. Two years? Yeah. 
Wow. Where, yeah. where did you live? Quezon City, uh, Manila. And uh, they just had different apartments for us. Didn't, did you stay? Did did you like There's have like, like a dorm? So, no, it's like different apartments and or houses. And like they would just – the church would rent one for us. And then we'd stay there and then go out and do our work you and go back. You were in the Philippines for two years? Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I knew you went, but this is like a period of your life where like we never yeah, really talked about yeah, too much. Yeah, 20 to 22. And it's one of those things where it's like... Did you ever come back? Like during no, that no, time or you were years, there the whole time? The, the, the whole time you're there, you're there. Uh, you only talk to your family on the phone, Christmas and Mother's Day. So like they have you... Ve- and like you get one day off to like do like your laundry and grocery shop and all that shit. And then like every other day you're working all day. It's it's wow. ridiculous. Do you now when you remember that point? Do you remember it like? As, are you glad you did it, or would you? I mean, there's there's a lot of things. It's it's a gray area because there's a lot that I learned. Like I have a great perspective on the world, on poverty, on government, and totalitarian governments, and 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 you know how th- that divide of wealth and. Uh, just poor people like that uh, what do they call it mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The wage, not the wage gap, but the, I don't know, but it, like you just see how hard it is for the people in that uh, place to live. Were they glad to have you there? Well, the, it's an interesting thing because they were... <laughs> And they weren't. And it depends on each person. Because, like, we were a story for everybody that saw us. Because you don't see a lot of white people there. So just seeing us meant, like, oh, I saw missionaries today. And, oh, those assholes. They're always trying to get us to change our beliefs. They're always trying to give us a planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But something that's interesting that I learned from it is about how you, you present things to people. So if you present something to someone with the context of it being hurtful or racist, it completely went when, so let me give, let me set this up a little better. So when you walk around as a white person in the Philippines, the racial slur is not really a racial slur. They go, Hey Joe, Joe Romano. Cause they all kind of speak English. They watch American movies. They teach English in schools from like a young age. So all of them know some English. And so what that dates back to is World War II, when there was a troop station there, they'd go call him Joe Romano. Uh, it is an American-sounding name to them. So when they would say that, missionaries would sometimes get mad because they're like, oh, you're treating me different because I'm white. And some missionaries would tell newer missionaries, like, oh, that's what they call us. It basically is like... And because these are a bunch of Utah kids that have never had any real integration with other cultures at all. It's like, that's like their N word for us. Okay. So like, that's how some people learned what Joe Romano meant. But really what it was is I notice you're different. I kind of want to talk to you, but I don't know how to say it. So I'm going to just say this phrase that I've heard everybody else say Joe Romano. And so I kind of did a thing where I paid attention to how I would tell people about that. Because, like, at first I was just kind of regurgitating what they were saying. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that just means they're they're calling you a bad name. Like, they're, they're trying to get, get you angry. So when people would hear, like, missionaries would hear it, they'd be like, oh, I'm mad because they're calling me that. And then I was like, oh, no, it's just something from World War II. 
And I started framing it in that way. And they go, oh, okay. They just don't, they, they don't understand how to just like say hi or anything. I'm like, no, they're just, they're just saying we will recognize that you're here. And then I took it even one step closer and I, or like one step to like even make it even more tame. And I, I told uh, one missionary towards the end of my time there, he, he's like, what does that mean when they say, hey, Joe, Joe Romano? Why do they do that? And I just said, they don't know what to call you. So they want to know your name. And so just introduce yourself mm. and then they'll say your name next time they see you. Was this time, like during this time when you were in the Philippines, did you start like questioning? Yeah. Everything. Well, I mean, I, I was questioning before I went and then while I was there, like I really like dug in to certain aspects of it. Cause I'm like, I'm just trying to prove to my dad that I'm a good missionary and make him happy. Like it was never. And like, you know, I'm trying to buy into this religion thing, but it's just not, it's n- it's making me sad. It's making me feel like I'm not like a good person. And I'm like, I think I am a good person, but if I'm, you know, I I just have these things that I want to do. And I have like these thoughts that I want to share that aren't in line with what they want me to, to be. So, so that was like the, that's when I started like, I'm like, when I do the things that I want to do, I feel a lot better than when they tell me that if I just do things their way, it's going to be this rewarding ass prospect right. or this war- rewarding uh, uh, deed. Do you th- do you think like when you were in the fall, you started considering stand up? Yes, absolutely. Because I was like, so they had diff- different district leaders and and zone leaders and stuff like that. So I wouldn't just teach Filipinos; I would teach other missionaries how to be a good missionary, and I'd always make those as entertaining as possible. So I'd come up with like these, you know, basically I was writing bits and writing. Like, you know, doing like presentations where I'm like, how can I make this concept entertaining for the guys in my uh, district or zone or whatever? So I'd give these pretty cool, like, I thought they were very funny. Guys, like kids. Well, I mean, they're men. I mean, they're like, we're 19 to 21. They're kids. Yeah, they're kids. So, so I'd, I'd present to them and I'd, and I was pretty good at that. So I, I was actually like a pretty high ranking missionary. Because I had that skill set, I was good at talk. I was great at speaking Filipino language. I was a Tagalog. I was like very fluent in it. Like I didn't have the perfect accent or anything, but I it was just very natural to me, and they picked up on that. Wow! So and then I uh, started fucking. I fucked one girl, honestly. Okay. Uh, and then, but I had some some dick sucks happen, and all sorts of wild. My first beer was in the Philippines. Oh wow! So. You you went crazy down there. I went crazy. Well, and and that's one of the things. Like when I was telling the the story to these producers, uh, they're like, "Well, tell me some of the stuff you did that was like so wild." And I was like, "Well, we went swimming." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, Mormon missionaries aren't supposed to swim because they have this whole thing. It's basically an insurance thing, but they frame it that Satan has more control over water than he does." dry land what and i'm like fuck did that come from and right and like so i would tell like i remember telling that to people and they'd be like huh that's insane and that was just like ingrained in me i was like yeah that's like that's that's like a thing when you're when you're a servant of god and you're doing his work you don't go in the water because satan has control over the water like but i'm like wait satan's not poseidon right well, it wasn't Jesus baptized in a, in a fucking right, lake? but it was only when we're missionaries because what it really came down to is they didn't want to deal with us doing dumb shit in the water because if for insurance purposes, it was easier to insure us so if just, we were like not doing certain dangerous things. Okay, and swimming was one of those. And swimming is one of those. I wonder, like, if you had gone on a mission to, like, I don't know, uh, Tibet, would you not be allowed to ski? Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of, like, we could play basketball, but we couldn't play full court. So, like, thing, things like that, because they don't want, they're, they're just trying to protect you and keep you from getting hurt. Oh. Were you injured over there at all? I did actually get injured, and I got, uh, so that was the first time I had problems with my knee. So my left knee, just from walking as much as we did, just got, like, like a re- like real tender, and I just, like, it was fucking driving me crazy. So I had to go and do some... uh rehab not like but like some physical therapy on it and so they had like put a like a hot compress on it and 
help, you know, exercise and like massage a little bit. And one time I was in this room with a nurse and she was probably 22 or 23 and she's Filipino and she was real cute. And I had a gigantic boner and I was just like trying to like hide it, but I couldn't. It was just, it was unruly because I hadn't been touched by a girl in a year and a half or something like that. Like it was about a year at that point. And even like before that, and we it, it probably more than a year. It's been it's been a while. Those pesky, so the one th- good thing about getting older is we can tame our boners. Oh a little yeah, bit easier. Now I'd be like, uh, you're gonna have to spit in my mouth if you want anything to happen here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, here's the thing though: when somebody spits in your mouth, that means the devil has control. Your has mouth control now. of your mouth now. That must have been what happened to me. So yeah, so she was doing that, and we were like in like a private area, like curtained off. And then the next time I went back. They had me like out in the room with like an old lady because she definitely noticed and was like, "Hey, I'm not going to massage this guy anymore because uh, he, he he got a boner." Yeah. And so I was just like, and I, I felt bad, but I didn't know what to say, and I was just like, "Just pretend like it didn't happen." I just pretend like it didn't happen, and I also was like, "I might come." <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> just from her rubbing on my knee. That would have been amazing. Been like, oh yeah. So yeah, I got I got some crazy stories about all of that. Huh. All right. So what did, what did you uh, want to talk about today? Uh, did you see that the uh, the governor of Virginia abolished the death penalty? I did not see In that. In Virginia, yeah. Yeah, the 23rd state to totally get rid of the, the death penalty. We're almost halfway. That's crazy. Yeah. What, what, are your th- what are your thoughts on the death penalty? I just think it's uh, a waste. Okay. I don't think I, – I think our whole judicial system is not – it's very much about punishment, which you, you need punishment – but it's not. It should be more about re- rehabilitation, and we are not. I mean, with for-profit prisons and and how we look at criminals, especially like nonviolent criminals. In and I'm thinking not like the the people because people that steal money, uh, get they're not really like if you steal somebody's identity or you know you're like a Wall Street banker and you like def- you fraud do like fraud, you can get off with a pretty light sentence. But if you have drugs, you're going away for a while. Yeah, they treat you like you're the worst thing. But it's just like I get violent offenders getting hard time, but I I just don't. Uh, I I think rehabilitation would be the best course, and I think thinking that we, you know, have the right to to kill people is I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. And I also think it's a real, it's it's a, an escape. Like once you're dead, we don't know what happens to you. So like, it's presumptuous to think that like, oh, you're going to go to hell and have to pay for these crimes there. Whereas we could keep you alive and let you, you know, either suffer. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like depending on the crime, you know, there should be some some penance for it. I have complex sort of. Um... Was that not complex? No, I know. I mean, but uh, like on the one I'm hand, I'm not complex. No, 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 no. I no, I'm not saying. All right, you spit have, my mouth. Get the devil in my mouth. All right, I'm gonna get the devil <laughs> in your mouth, and I'm gonna massage your knee now. Um, no, okay, because on the one hand, I hate my enemies and I want them dead. How many enemies do you really have? Okay, so th- I do wish for people to die. <laughs> I know that's fucked up. See, but like, and I'm with you, but that's people. like the, the people that are not cleaning up after their dog. I'm like, you should be <laughs> right, dead. You should be dead. All right. All right. So let's just readjust the death penalty to the people. And I get to be judge, jury, and executioner. Right. That's really what we all want. But here's the thing. The people I know, the ones that I want dead, I'm sure that they did that thing. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Every single time you put somebody in prison and you sentence them to death. If you're not in the room as it's happening, there's a reasonable doubt. Yeah, okay. That's there's fair. reasonable doubt. Like That's you fair. can't execute an innocent person. Yeah. Like now, now the people that you want dead, what what did they do that you want them dead? They didn't spit in my mouth. <laughs> they made me sit in the in the in the room instead of massage my knee. No, um no, just trivial things. Like there are people I don't like. Yeah. And like oh, I yeah. I would I'm not saying I'm like wishing for their their like them to be murdered, but if they died, I would throw a party, like a little mini party <laughs> in my brain. I'm like, like there have been people that I've known that have died that I'm like, great, that's great news. That's fantastic. <laughs> I definitely, news. I, definitely I, th- I think like that about some people. There's definitely some people that like if if they died, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be like, oh, that's but probably for the best. 
But once again, it's just – I honestly think in like crimes that you should incarcerate someone for mm-hmm. come down to two things. Violent crime that puts mm-hmm. someone in a hospital. Like if we're talking about a fist fight between two dudes at a bar. Yeah. Like a little scrap, I don't think there should be a criminal investigation. If you want to file civil charges, yeah. okay. But if you put somebody in a hospital, criminal charge. Okay. Sex crime, yeah. criminal charge. Murder, criminal okay. charge. Theft over $5,000. Okay. Criminal charge. Um, outside of that, there is... I think is personal n- theft, too, because that's such a violation. So, like... I feel like when well, you and breaking and entering, breaking and entering, yeah. yeah, that's 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 one that really feels bad. Uh, but like if you are stealing from you know a corporation, you're stealing from Amazon. I'm not going to feel as bad as no. if you're stealing from you or me or you know grandma or somebody. Right, that- but right, but even then, it's just kind of like okay, like even if somebody stole from me, like some kid, like a 16 year old. What if it's not a kid? What if it's like? an adult and they like took advantage of some sort of kindness that you have or some sort of trust you had and they stole, you know, stole your identity. My initial thought would be, yes, throw them in jail, Mm -hmm. but you got to examine a little bit further. No person who has the means to not do that will do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I completely agree with that. I think there's people that, Steal because they like stealing, and but I, think I also think that they're using that because it's easier than some sort of prideful situation where they may have been in a situation where they're like, "Well, I'm not going to go back to to a minimum wage job, possibly, or something like that." Possibly, but I'm still not. That doesn't scream five years in prison to me. Okay, to me it doesn't. Like if yeah. they, if someone stole from me, I don't care really. Like who it is i'd be like don't put that person in jail for five years that's ridiculous if they like stole like if if we're talking about like someone at a bank who like stole five thousand dollars from me i'm like yeah put them in jail because that's fucked up because if they are doing it to me they're obviously doing it to other people Mm -hmm. and i'm talking about like a dude on the street that takes my wallet yeah but i mean i don't think that's a five-year crime but i think there's like but if there's a habitualness to it where they're doing it to a lot of people, I think that takes it to another level. Yeah, but and that, especially and that's where like rehabilitation comes rehabilitation in. is good, but it's also one of those things where it's like, why are they stealing? They're stealing because they're too lazy to go and do a real job because you're not going to get a ton of money. Possibly, but way. there are a lot of people who can't get jobs either. It's yeah, hard. I, it's hard to get a job. I, I understand that, but there's also – I'm thinking of someone that is capable of getting a job, but they're, being, they're like, I'd rather – commit crime and i think that's rare yeah i think that's rare. okay it it, it probably is very rare yeah. but i think it, it does exist yeah yeah i think most people who commit crimes like theft or they do it out of desperation they do it because i need to steal this and sell it so i can pay my bills yeah um or but i still don't think that justifies it when you it, can do- it doesn't uh, I think there's enough ways to try and make money. You know, donate some blood and some sperm. Make, mix them together. See what you come up I'm, with. I'm not a machine, Bill. <laughs> uh, so what about when it comes to... What was I going to say? So... Oh, I think we've also... Doing the whole cruel and unusual. And this is like a bit that's been worked over a bunch of times. But uh, cruel and unusual, not the best thing. But let's drop cruel and just go with unusual punishments. I think... Creative, unusual punishments could be very rehabilitating, especially when they're like not public shaming, but public service with like make them with a try means. to chug a gallon of milk in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, I just just think like you know, when, or hold them down and like poke at your eyeball. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more like when when somebody does something and like the restitution is something either a little bit embarrassing or just like fixing something. So, you, you know, community service, I feel like, is a lot of picking up trash, which it's picking up trash on highways and it's going to get right back to it. But I feel like if you're doing a community service where you are, you know, building up a school or something like that, there could be there could it could make you feel good or community service 
that also teaches you some sort of skill. Like a trade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, there's a lot of unpaid internships that go out there to people. I mean, I think that that would also work in favor of the business as a tax break. Right. Like and if then you you're get still getting X that. amount of internships yeah. open, like some for students, some for, for convicts. Yeah. yeah. And and then also you have like and the, then you the get four pro- there's the for profit aspect of prisons in this country and you can still monetize their labor, but it's in a much more humane way. Yeah. I think that would be a solid thing. Yeah. Put them on a chain gang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, Those what, guys built the roads. Do you have another thing? Um, did you hear about uh, the Jensen Carp? That that TV oh, yeah, writer, yeah. the the, uh, the shrimp tails and the yeah. So, Toast so if you didn't see this, uh, there's shrimp. He found like shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch box, and then like a little string and what looked like some rat turds or something like that. No, 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 no. I think Topanga. He's married to Topanga from Boy Meets World. Yes, he is. She found like something that looked like dental floss in another box. Oh, okay. they had like two boxes. Okay, they had a couple boxes of them. Weird. Well, they just stock up. Yeah, I mean we're a pandemic. And here's here's the first thing I thought of. This shit never happens when you get the bag cereal. <laughs> That's right. When you get the cheap bag cereal, you ain't finding no shrimp tails or dental floss or shit like that in it. Mm-mm. Nope. It's only when you go uh, from General Mills yes. or Post is yeah. when you get because that's shrimp where the tails. That's that's where all the bad and then, things. And happen. then did you see, did you see, like they tried gaslighting him and going like, "It can't be shrimp tails." You're right. Yeah. He's like, "No, these are fucking shrimp tails." But then all his girlfriends came out and were like, "He's actually a piece of shit." Like he had a bunch of ex girlfriends come out and be like, uh, "He sucks." Oh, really? this guy's Topanga's husband. Yeah, really? I didn't see that. I saw somebody. I didn't even see like anybody tweet I that. Think, I, I, I think, saw somebody like do like a quick synopsis of the whole thing. And they're like, and this is Twitter, and this is why I love this app. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I just saw that. I saw the 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 cereal company just tried like going like that's that can't be shrimp tails, <laughs> and it's just like it clearly fucking is. It clearly is, yeah. It clearly is. Now, like it's sugar not, all stuck together. It's just. It's, it's like, like that's not. That's not. That's it's not. Tails. Yeah. Um, those are shrimp tails. Yeah, it's, yeah. Somebody taking a lunch break and they're just like chucking them. Regardless of if he actually found them in the yeah. box is open to yeah. interpretation, or like unless he was just trying to like kick shit up. Yeah. Like that's open for discussion. But the, what isn't is I looked at them. Those are fucking shrimp tails. I know. Maybe we want some shrimp. And not some cinnamon toast crunch. I think that's it. What's your, what's your favorite cereal? Oh, I, dude, I'm oh, I'm man. boring when it comes to cereal. What? I like Crispix. That's my favorite cereal, dude. I, dude, I like Life. Yeah, I think Life cereal is good. I like cereal. Raisin Bran. Yeah, I'll eat Raisin Bran, but I I like Raisin I, Bran gets a little soggy too fast for me. So I will have it once in a while. But Crispix is my shit. Crispix and checks. Here's like. the thing, dude. Here's the thing. People put too much milk in their cereal. That's why I get soggy. Okay, so there's one person that's always talking about, I can't remember who this is, but they're always talking about how they put milk in the bowl first, and then they add the cereal. No, dude, what I do is I pour the cereal in. Mm-hmm. I just pour it over like gravy. Yeah. I, I don't, like, maybe it's not a lot of milk, just enough to get it wet. Yeah. Just enough to get a little wet. My yeah. cereal never gets soggy. All right. Well, I like I like it to have some room to move around. Yeah, so I like freedom. My, yeah, I want, some I want, freedom. I want, I want is, is cereal soup. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Is it? I, I like Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. See, I'm a that's big one that fan. people love, Fruity Pebbles. And I have, I think they get soggy real fast. And I think that the flavor is not that great. It's just sugar. It's, like, it doesn't it taste like it. It's, it's just sugar. sugar. It's fruity sugar. But it's not even like you don't really taste fruit. It's just sugar. I, I It, yeah. it kind of has like a Skittles thing okay. for me. But I, I don't, I never got it. But then the reason I really hate that is because that's one, one of my kids' favorite cereals. And they leave it. And let the shit dry to the side of the bowl, and mm. so I, now I have like PTSD from cleaning from cleaning the fruity the pebbles fruity off pebble bowls because that shit have would had, not go. Ever had fruity pebbles uh, like Rice Krispie treats? Now those I like. Oh, those are so I like good. those a lot, but I, I don't because so I that, feel like they get they get soggy too fast. Dude, you know, but it, I do like a crunch berry things like that, which is probably a similar flavor. Yeah, but I just think the delivery of like the the berry, the, like the like that's I'd rather crunch on that. Than the I want to see a rated R Flintstones movie. There you go. Ooh. 
I bet there's a good Flintstone porn. Oh, yeah, dude. The Flint bones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Bill, I feel like I interviewed you. Yeah, that's kind of what happened today. Yeah, like I interviewed you today about your little trip to the Philippines. I thought it was that was a good episode. I thought so, too. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? Do you got you you don't really do much? No, I just I write a lot, yeah. and I'm I don't know I write a lot of stuff, and then I send it out, and whoever I should be Somebody having hire him to write. <laughs> that would be delightful. Um, I know Jess Falstick and I uh, are are soon are having a piece published with Weekly Humorous. That's we wrote great. together. Yeah, that's cool. So that's that's all I got all right. right now. Um, I'm going to be at uh, doing an album recording uh, May seventh through ninth at Hilarities. You can get tickets at hilarities.com so come check that out it's gonna be a clean album i'm very excited about it it's gonna be it's gonna be good uh and i'm i'm working on that this weekend when this airs i'll still have two more shows at the funny stop uh if you listen to this on saturday the 27th of march you can come out to to that and that's that make sure you like subscribe and share this podcast if you listen on itunes throw us a five-star review uh that would be appreciated and then, yeah, tell some people about it. I think, uh, I think we're really hitting a stride now. I think so, too. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. I like doing this. Me, too. All right. Thank you guys for watching, and good night. Good morning. They will be yeah. seeing good, good, good day. Good day. This is the Bill Squire Show. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.